I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm willing to work as hard as I can. There is no past, there's no future, there's just this moment right here. If I did that, if I can get through that, like, come at me. Changing how I saw myself, like, as a man, not just as, as an athlete. It's okay that I struggle. It's okay, that's part of the deal. It's how I respond to it. This is the Limitless Athlete Podcast. My name is Tom Foxley, founder of Mindset RX and your host. Today, I'm going to be teaching you three killer ways for CrossFit athletes to completely flip their mindset. Your mindset is a summation of the story you tell yourself. It's basically a representative of this narrative that we hold. And if you change that narrative, if you change your perspective on the world, you change your mindset and you change the outcome. A lot of that is just getting stuck in the same old narrative, the same old patterns, day after day, week after week, month after month, and year after year. Today, I'm going to show you three models that completely reframe the way you think, the way you feel, and the way you act so that you can change your mindset. Once you've read this, you will completely understand what you need to know to flip your mindset, where you're getting stuck, and exactly how to change that. The first of these models, the four A's of change. You'll have heard me speak about this before if you've listened to this podcast, but today I'm going to get very specific with exactly what this looks like. On the first call of each and every athlete that I work with, we dive into the four A's quickly, briefly, and understand them because it frames the journey that they're about to go on. When they've arrived to work with me, they've already got to the first of the four A's, acceptance. They've accepted that their mindset needs to change and their mindset is a cause of the problem that's holding them back. So this is the first stage you first accept, but that obviously isn't enough. So stage one, acceptance. Stage two, awareness. Awareness is, to be honest with you, and I want to be blunt here because I don't want it to come across as all like roses and unicorns, whatever the phrase is. I want you to know that this is an uncomfortable phase. Awareness, like honestly, it sucks because you get you become really aware of the thoughts and the emotions that um, are holding you back. It's quite liberating for a phase. You're like, oh, wow, I can actually change this. Um, but it's also quite painful as well because it's like, oh man, I'm turning up the volume on the things that I've practiced turning the volume down on for so long. But this awareness phase, if you do it for long enough and if you do it correctly, it allows you to create change on a much more subtle and deep level rather than just the superficial change that you've probably practiced until now. Now, what people do here is a massive mistake. They rush from awareness to accountability, which is the third stage. But however long you've been in this awareness phase for, I recommend doubling it. The athletes that I'm working with, we kind of we we spend about four to five weeks in this awareness phase, building up a picture of the, the story that's working and um, or the story the story that's not serving anymore and the story that needs to happen to work, um, the thoughts and emotions that surround it, even physical sensations and in terms of nerve system regulation and behaviors. And we look at all of that and how it applies to each training session. But you need to get really clear on what that story is. 
then you move to accountability. Accountability, when I'm working with athletes, is not to me. I don't care whether they're being accountable to me. Like It's not about me at the end of the day. It's about them. So accountability is being accountable to yourself, to your best self, to your future self, the version of you that actually wants the best for you. So accountability is learning to take accountability for yourself and then implementing the tools that either I teach you or you learn elsewhere. So when you have those three in place, you get to the final A of change, adaptation. And change just happens here if you have the last three in place. As soon as you lose sight of one of them, as soon as you stop accepting that your mindset needs to shift and that's the root cause of this, you lose that adaptation. As soon as you lose the awareness, that adaptation shift, uh, that adaptation stops, sorry. As soon as you lose the accountability to yourself, that adaptation stops as well. So you've got to keep those three in place in order to create the final one. Secondly, the valley of despair. Between like four and seven weeks into working with me, most athletes go through what's known as the valley of despair. They feel like they're never going to actually change their mindset. They feel like they're kind of stuck. And it usually happens when the inevitable happens, which is they take a step back in terms of performance. But we need to take a step back to understand this. Firstly, when someone like starts their coaching journey with me, it, they enter a stage called uninformed optimism. It's an exciting phase. It feels like kind of a little bit risky. You get like dopamine because you've you've taken an action, and that also that kind of the investment side, like literally spending money, has that kind of like exciting feeling associated with it. You're investing your time. You feel like optimistic. You're investing your money, and it feels like oh, everything's going to change. So you go through. Um, uninformed optimism and get the same thing whether you've invested in a kind of programming coach or moving to a new gym or even buying some new crap that you don't need anymore this is the the first stage that you reach it feels exciting then you start to reach the second stage of this which is again a little bit uncomfortable and this phase is the um was it <laughs> i can remember it's um informed pessimism Informed pessimism is when you start to realize that actually this is going to be quite hard work. This isn't going to be particularly comfortable. This is going to be a little bit of a struggle and you start to see the magnitude of the problem. You are likely to hear, probably start to think about giving up, like, am I actually good enough to do this? And then stage three hits, the valley of despair. You are at the bottom of that valley. You've kind of started moving up in terms of positivity. You hit that kind of informed pessimism. You now know a bunch of stuff that's uncomfortable. And then you bottom out this low point for you. What usually happens is if someone isn't working with a coach who can support them or don't just have the kind of lucky environment to support them, they jump back to phase one, they find something new to invest their time, energy, money in, and then they just repeat the same pattern over and over ad nauseum until the end of their life. Sorry to be blunt, but that's the way it is. But at the, vo at the bottom of the valley of despair, if you lean into the problem rather than hiding from it, you eventually reach stage four, informed optimism. You start to make progress. You start to grow. You start to actually make a, a challenge on that, on the problem you've been facing. And you start to overcome your mindset challenges. You start to see the effect in your in your performances and your training, even outside in your life, especially because 
well, we actually know that a lot of the stuff that we work on is outside of training because it's all contributing to training too. And this starts to, you see the the PR start here, you see the competition performances really excel here. And then eventually you reach stage five, five, which is this kind of success and fulfillment stage, which is the stage you signed up for. But you only get stage five, success and fulfillment, if you go through the valley of despair. And that's the common theme between these three models that I'm going to show you. At the lowest point, the most challenging point, that's when you have to lean into the problem most. That is when you most need to work hard, not give up. It's actually a sign of progress that you're finding things difficult, not a sign that you're stuck. And that's the key shift that you need to make. So as I was saying, that usually happens between weeks four and seven when someone works with me. It's like the middle-ish phase. And then we get through that, we lean into it through accountability and support and just having that kind of that guidance there, um, it really helps move you through that. And then finally, the most confusingly named and kind of gibberishy kind of model there is, but it's kind of works, okay? So I'm going to say a bunch of words and you you know what they mean in isolation, but putting them together is kind of like, I don't know, I, just, I really don't like the model of this um, or the, the phrasing of this model is beautiful. It really, really highlights the progress, but I don't really like the, the kind of exact phrasing of it. So unconscious incompetence through to unconscious competence. Initially, what happens in this um, this model is you start thinking your mindset problem is actually programming or nutrition or skill problem, and you just need to put more time into this, or you need to get new programming, or I need to get a new coach, and then you think you'll need to that is what you need to overcome this. And this is what's called uninformed, um, sorry, unconscious incompetence. Unconscious incompetence is where you just don't know what you don't know. So you don't know how to change it. You don't know the problem, but eventually you lean into this a little bit and you uncover the thoughts behind this. And you realize that the thoughts are actually dictating your behavior, which is known as conscious incompetence. So you're aware of all these thoughts and they're like smashing into you. And they're disrupting, they're derailing your progress, but you can't change them. This is conscious incompetence. So you're conscious of it, you're aware of it, but you can't actually change it. You're still incompetent. You still can't make those steps forward. This is super frustrating because you're like, why can't I change these thoughts? Why can't I change these emotions? Why am I acting out the story that I don't want to act out? Why am I not being the best athlete that I possibly can? Once again, the frustration that you're feeling here is a sign of growth, not a sign of a lack of growth. This is an opportunity and you're actually further along the path than you realize you are at this point. So you've reached stage two out of four here. The final and the second, well, sorry, the third step is to move forward into conscious competence. This is usually where you invest in a coaching service hint to myself, or you kind of listen to podcasts, you read books, and you figure out exactly what you need to do to move forward. So you get consciously competent. This is where willpower makes an effort. This is where um, this kind of motivation type thing of like, okay, I'm going to actually take the steps forward. I'm going to get myself psyched up to take a step forward. That actually is useful at this stage. So you, you're using that conscious willpower to, okay, I'm going to change these actions. I'm going to make this happen. Do this enough and you eventually get to unconscious competence. So you're back to the unconscious stage. You're just carrying this out, but now you're competent. You're doing the right things. 
in the right order so what usually happens is these lay over each other like if you see these you can always map these out over each other and you see that eventually through all of these models you get to unconscious competence so if you map that out over like working with me for example at the end of those 12 weeks you end up being unconsciously competent you're just because you practice the reps and because you've lent into the discomfort and that's the theme of this show you've got to lean into that discomfort because you've done that that leads you to unconscious competence and that is how you break through <laughs> let me start that again and that is how you break through your mindset plateaus so if you want a guidance on how to how to implement this into your life what i'm doing is i'm going to invite you to a free mindset assessment with me i've limited my calendar on these i can only take i think it's three to five i can't remember whether i did three or five of these calls per week because honestly my time is smashed at the moment but it's my way of giving back and also if you want to kind of discuss working with me it's a good way to bridge that gap and see if you'd be a good fit for that as well and um, if you'd be interested in a mindset assessment so we'd go through your mindset strengths your mindset weaknesses and what we can do to change that. I'd probably give you a little bit of a game plan how to actually implement that yourself over the next 90 days. If you're interested in that free half hour chat with me um, and really getting specific on what we can do about your mindset, head to my Instagram, which is Tom Foxley, F-O-X-L-E-Y, and shoot me a message that says mindset assessment, and I will send you the link there and then.